Now, the trick is not to suck too hard, Julian. Just let it rest on your tongue. Savour the flavour. Tastes a bit metallic, Peter. Ah, that might be from the pewter sweetie box. I keep them in, a little gift from my wife. Alan, clever bonbon? Oh, no, none for me, thanks, Mr Knight. I've only just had my lunch. It's 9.30 in the morning. I know, but I was up early today looking for that rat that keeps eating Maureen's pork pies. Well, if they don't kill him, nothing will. And have you caught the culprit, Alan? Not yet, but I've got him dead scared. There's droppings everywhere. You know, my uncle said it was a bit like that on the beach at Dunkirk. I didn't know he fought in World War II. No, when he went camping in the 70s. Plum House by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. Episode 1. Better the Devil. He's had another one, Alan. Six pies in a week. That rat's got good taste. I'll give him that. Ratty doesn't eat sweets, does he? Alan, my confectioner claims he can't get any more of these beauties. Look, can we get going with this meeting? I've had to put up an electric fence round my Victoria sponge. Are we not waiting for Thomas? Oh, let's just start without him. He's always late these days. He's certainly not been himself since that Emily girl left. Emma. Where is he now? He's downstairs giving that school group a guided tour. And then she told me she was leaving for the British Museum. I mean, I don't want to stand between her and her career, but I, I, I thought we had something special. You know, a chemistry, it's a, uh, a connection. No, oh, I just miss this so, so much. Miss, why is that man crying? OK, OK, I think it's time for home, everybody. Everybody, everybody, back on the bus, come on. Well, he can't keep going on like this, moping about the place. You're right, Maureen, it shows a complete lack of professionalism. Exactly. And it's bloody annoying. Plumhouse is supposed to be a joyful place, bringing happiness to everyone who comes to learn about the great poet George Pudding, who, admittedly, was somewhat of a depressive himself. But tertiary syphilis rarely brings out the best in people. Maybe Tom just needs a holiday. Is that what they're called? When you take some days off? Talk of the devil. Sorry. What did I miss? Everything all right? Thomas, your eyes appear a little red. Not been sobbing again, have you, little Tommy Teardrop? Now it's all right for men to cry. Thank you, Alan. If something painful happens, like when I accidentally shot myself in the face with that bolt gun. Thinking about it, it might just have been my eyes watering. Well, I haven't been crying anyways. I think I might just be allergic to something. Aye, allergic to women dumping you. Uh, she, she didn't dump me. Yes, because you weren't actually going out. Look, can we just uh, get on with the meeting? Right. First order of the day, we've received another letter threatening to cut our electricity off as we still haven't paid yeah, them. Yeah, right. Yes, I, I forgot to do that. Did you just leave no, no, wait, 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 wait. What if we didn't pay the bill and instead worked by candlelight, just like George Pudding would have done? No, Peter. No, no, wait, wait. Instead, we put our electricity money towards a new billiards table. It's fine, Peter. I'll, just, I'll pay the bill. I mean, I suppose I could always set my sights a little lower. I mean, a snooker table, perhaps? Oh, why don't we put that money towards new stock for the gift shop? I've just found these novelty slippers. Guys, there. please, enough of the silly ideas. Uh, look, that, that's my next school group. We'll, we'll finish this meeting later. I don't know why he's being this difficult. So he got rejected by the love of his life. So what? That happened to me once. My sit-on lawnmower refused to start. Broke my heart. Well, it can't go on like this forever. We need to do something. Maybe we should try and be extra nice to Tom for a bit. Or... Go on, Julian. I like the sound of this. Or... 
Perhaps instead you could put a call into your friends at the Trust, Peter. Maybe suggest that Tom could do the little break from work for a while. We would be doing it for Tom's own good. Exactly. Give him a chance to rest and recuperate. Right, um, Julian, um, where, 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 where do we keep the telephone? It rang the other day, so I put it in a cardboard box. Good thinking. Uh, and what number do you press again to dial out of the museum? It's just for a week or two, Tom, until you're feeling better. But honestly, I, I don't need a holiday, so sir. We're worried about your mental health, Tom. Keep getting complaints about you crying in front of children. Oh, it's mostly allergies. Listen, try to see the positives. You get time away from Plum House. That's enough to put a smile on anyone's face. So get out there and enjoy some of the Lake District. Do some walking. Find a girl that might actually like you back. Sorry? Let us know when you're ready to return. Bye, Tom. Was it... We'll be sorry to see you go, but, you know, it's probably for the best. I'm not leaving for good, Julian. I'll be back in no time. How dare they just call you like that and force you into a sabbatical? I mean, where on earth do they summon up the Peter, note? I know this was your idea. Ah, oh, I see. Well, in my defence, I'd say it was mostly Maureen and Julian's idea, really. You coward! We all agreed that... Look, guys, you should have just talked to me. I mean, not gone behind my back like that. I know I haven't... Exactly taken Emma's departure very well. You don't say. I would have tried to say something to them, Tom, but I'm not very good with my words, you know, with speaking. Oh, Alan, I know it's fine. It's not your fault. There's no need for tears. No, it's it's not that. I was trying to work out what I did wrong with that bolt gun last time and, uh, well, I've only gone and shot myself with it again. Right. Well... Mark my words, I bet you'll be begging for me to come back in no time. Oh, you you just take as long as you need. Right. Julian, I need you to find the nearest billiards table manufacturer and... Whoa! You can hold it right there. If we're spending that money on anything, it'll be them slippers. Ignore her, Julian. Quick! Time is of the essence! You get back here! Maybe we could spend a bit of the money on a rat trap for me, Mr Knight. It's very hard to catch him with just my bare hands. Uh, Peter, I've been meaning to talk to you about the possibilities of a raise. A raise? For moi, that's very kind of you, Julian. I'm glad that my hard work isn't going unnoticed round here. I, I meant for me, Peter. Oh, then I... I oh, no, I, I don't think so, Julian. Nine feet of green bays won't come cheap. <clears throat> ah, at last. So this museum is staffed, after all. Yes, but I'm afraid we're closed to visitors today, so if you'll just be on your merry way... Don't forget the gift shop on your way out. Do I look like a visitor? It's hard to say. We don't often have them. And when we do, they're usually in school uniform. Uh, that is to say that they're kids, not just adults wearing... Them. My name is Roger Barclay, and I've been sent here from the National Heritage Trust as your previous supervisor's temporary replacement. They've sent somebody already? It appears your reputation precedes you. They were adamant a safe pair of hands was needed right away. And naturally, when I heard I'd be covering at the infamous Plum House, I decided to come out of early retirement for one last job. Just as one troubleshooter leaves... Ah, well, think of me as the troubleshooter's troubleshooter. That sounds like a, a lot of trouble and a, a lot of shooting. And I haven't even started yet, though I've had a quick look round and let me begin by saying that Plum House has certainly lived up to my expectations. Oh, thank you. Stop her. That's very kind. We do our best. In 35 years, I have never seen a museum in such a disgraceful state of disrepair, so dreadfully set up for visitors, and in such desperate, dire need of organisation. You've gathered all that in half a minute. So if you'll point me in the direction of your meeting room, I think it's time we all sat down and had a little chat. 
I will be looking for hard work and commitment from everybody while I'm here. This is to be a well-oiled operation, a tight ship, and... What are you drawing, Peter? Oh, well, just a little sketch of a billiard table. I'm wondering if we could make one ourselves. There's some green felt in the craft box. There is to be no billiards table. The only cue I want to see is one down the drive of Plum House. No, you actually put them on the rack when they're not being used, old boy. What I want you all to be concentrating on is your jobs, so that we give our visitors the optimal tourist experience. I'll be turning around this sorry place, whether you like it or not, because Roger Barclay does not fail. No, he always does the exact opposite. He wins. Isn't the uh, opposite of failing succeeding? Well, you understand what I... Yeah, because you win or lose, don't you? You don't win or fail. It's just a figure of speech. It's like my sister. When I go playing darts, she always says, Did you win them? She means beat them. She gets upset when I tell her off. Maureen... Just because you're dying, Margaret, that's no excuse for bad grammar. For the love Wait wait, wait, wait a minute, Jeff. What if... Alan, what are you doing down there? Look, pork pie crumbs. That rat's been in here as well. Certainly it wasn't one of us eating Maureen's pork pies, you can be sure of that. And what's that supposed to mean? Right, that's it. I'm going to get acquainted with the rest of the museum, but for now, let me say this. You all need to start taking this a lot more seriously. These next few weeks are going to be the greatest challenge of my career, and I'm certainly not afraid to start replacing people. You don't think you meant replacing me, do you, Peter? He seemed to be looking right at me. I'm sure his bark's worse than his bite. I've known a few tough guys in my time. Start off all butch, but they're putty in your hands by the end of the week. You want another one, mate? Oh, no, you're all right, thanks. You've been on the same Diet Coke for two hours now. No wonder I'm going out of business. Oh, sorry. Um... Okay, well, can I get a pint of uh, lime and soda, please? Uh, you work at Plumhouse, don't you? Well, uh, yes, uh, well, I did work there. I mean, well, no, I still do, just not now. Sort of without a job currently. Well, we're always looking for people to help out at the bar here, if you're interested. Oh, that's very kind. I don't have any experience. Oh, you can't go wrong. Just try and get as much of it as you can in the glass. And I'd only need you for an hour or two most days. And... I guess if I'm going to be sat in here anyway. Well, why don't you come round here now? I'll show you the ropes. OK. Well, I'm trying. See, these are very sticky carpets. Yeah, we haven't cleaned them for a bit. Uh, when did Diana die? It was quite a while ago now. Yeah, well, about ten years before that. You're the devil in disguise. Oh, yes, you are. The devil in disguise. Where's my... Looking for something? Jesus, Roger. Where's my chair? You'll find it in the skip outside. But it's my favourite armchair. Most people don't sit at their desk in an armchair. Now, you've heard of hot desking, I take it? Of course I have. Peter invented it. Good. Well... And it wasn't just marshmallows we toasted on that three-bar fire. We did a kebab once. Uh, OK, that was going a bit far. I first introduced hot desking at the Aberdeen Granite Experience. Ah, well, it's a cold place, Aberdeen. And productivity went through the roof. I think it's time people started looking at their own efficiency. I have been saying this for years. I'm talking about you. It's 11am and you've only just arrived at the museum. And there isn't even anywhere for me to sit. Don't worry. I've installed a new seating solution. Oh, no. Exercise bikes? Oh, no. No, no, no. Just like at the Truro Pasty Museum, I've identified workforce fitness as one of the first areas we need to improve upon. Look, if you have to do things differently, then why don't we bring the beanbags back? Tom had us sitting on those for a while. Oh, God, they were great for napping on. Peter once slept. Julian, let's get one thing absolutely clear. I'm in charge now, so we're going to do things properly. Time for your first task. 
Oh, well, that's weird. What are, what are all these? You'll find that they are bag after bag of shredded accounts. And a glance at your contract reveals that you were specifically employed at Plumhouse to improve accounting procedures. Have you anything to say for yourself? We used to burn the accounts, so shredding them is some sort of progress, isn't it? It's going to be very hard for me to write a report on the state of the museum's finances, isn't it? Oh, very hard. Impossible, in fact. Not if you stick them back together. <laughs> I'm not joking. You want me to painstakingly reconstruct the accounts from these tiny ribbons? Yes, or I'll fire you. Healthy accounting practice is the key to any successful business. I myself have saved meticulously over the course of my long and decorated career and now find myself with not only a generous pension scheme, but... Look, oh, Roger, mate, look, we're very similar. You and I, both management, executive types, focus on the bigger picture, don't get bogged down on the small stuff. I'd like those accounts by Friday. But, Roger, please... Feel free to stand up or ride one of the exercise bikes whilst you do it. The choice is yours. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. What the bloody hell? Ah, Maureen, I thought you'd like it. I learnt the power of minimalism during my time at the empty warehouse experience, Wolverhampton. But where's my Isle of Fudge? Gone. Where's my bargain bin? In the bin. A bigger bargain bin? I'm afraid not. I thought Hitler went a bit far. Well, this is something else. Now, I know these changes might take a little while to get used to. Well, at least you've kept my old till. No, that's just there until the new self-checkouts arrive. Well, people like my till. They love it how I have to hit it with a mallet to open it. How it doesn't have a nine button so everything's rounded up to the pound. That's character, Roger. That's what people want. I'm serious. You either get on board with the changes to the gift shop... Or... Or the local charity shop might be getting a new volunteer... Ah, just the man. You mean go all right, John? The bank won't give me the loan. Said this was the worst business I'd ever seen. Wouldn't even give me the beer map back with the figures on it. Anyway, long story short, it might take me a while to pay your wages, Tom. Oh, well, I don't mind doing a couple of shifts for free if it'll help you out. You're joking, would you really? Oh, yeah, it's just nice to be doing something different. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I was just going to say, the clog dance is finished. Could you show me how to change the barrel? Yeah, don't worry, I'll do it. The light bulb's gone in there, so you... You have to know where you're going. You just take it easy. Well, if you say so. Why don't you ever go on the fruit machine if you're bored? Oh, best job ever. You're right, John. Oh, don't panic. Fell on a box of crisps. Didn't even know they were down here. Oh, lucky day. I am happy because I'm climbing down a well. I am happy, cos I'm climbing down a well. Ah! Oh, there you are, Ratty. Cornered at last. I've got you. Rat in a bucket. I've got a rat in a bucket. Whoa! Flipping X, steady on. Who's pulling me up? Alan, what are you doing? Catching a rat, Mr Roger. Look, 
He's a right fat little... You climb down a well using a frayed old rope. Is there a better way? <laughs> you need to read my pioneering safety manual, Roger's Rope Risks, written whilst covering maternity leave at the Industrial Accident Museum, Northampton. I'm more into getting on with jobs. So you say. But yesterday I showed you our new online task sheets where you keep us up to date with all your menial tasks around here. But you've entered nothing. Is your tablet not sinking with the Plumhouse cloud? The only cloud in Plumhouse is when I've been digging a ditch in winter and I take my woolly hat off and steam comes off my head. Maureen doesn't like it. Well, if jobs aren't catalogued in the system, how do we know you're doing them? I work a 19-hour day. What do you think I'm up to? But where's the proof of that, Alan? I look older than my dad. I'm often mistaken for a ghost. And they got me a work experience lad once and he died of exhaustion within the week. The Trust needs real evidence nowadays and... Wait, what are you doing with that vermin? Setting him free. There we go. Let him run off into the countryside, never to be seen again. This is ridiculous. You should have destroyed him. That's just cruel. I'm sure there's a home for him somewhere on this earth, just as there is for us all. I got that off my granddad. That's what he said to the council before they bulldozed his illegal bungalow. Disgusting creature. I hope you're talking about the rat. Le peloton est regroupé, but there's a breakaway on! Elizabeth Tour enters the mountains. It's clear no one can prize Le Maillot from the back of England's Peter Knight, the titan of the two wheels! I say, Jabs, this is rather fun, isn't it? Exercise bikes in a museum? He's flipped his litters up, Roger. It's all right for you, Peter. We've had a week of this nonsense. In fact, where have you been this past week? Oh, come on, let's stop this. And it's backed once again by a country man. Oh, it's been fantastic, Julian. Roger sent me on gardening leave. Gardening leave? Oh, how could you with a hand out there? No, no, I haven't been swinging my scythe. I can assure you of that. No, I've been reclining in my hammock with a good book and, I admit, the odd libation. I've raised many a sundowner to old Rog in thanks. Yes, but you do know what gardening leave really means, don't you, Peter? It's, it's time off before you get sacked. Oh, come off it. He's a teddy bear, is Roger. Like Tom, he wouldn't cut off the king's head. Though if blissful pottering round the garden is what I have to look forward to, then lead me to the guillotine, tout suite. Yes, but Tom never messed with my gift shop. Oh, he threatened to, but he knew what would happen if he did. And he never made me weave the accounts back together. It's like financial knitting. And Tom never made me type things onto a tablet. He told me to take tablets, but that was about it. Calm down, dears. I really think you're working yourselves up into a wholly unnecessary frenzy. Why doesn't everyone have one of my bonbons? Two. What? Look, where on earth? No sweeties anymore, Peter. Roger's thrown them away. Bad for the teeth. How dare he? The man is insane. He's got to go at once. But we can't exactly go crawling back to Tom, can we? Not after everything. I mean, it just seems beneath us to admit that we made a mistake. Can you imagine his smug face? I'd never give him the satisfaction. Tom might not want to come back anyway. Uh, I think that sounds a little far-fetched, Alan. Everybody wants to work at Plumhouse. Yeah, yes, you're right. Think before you speak, Alan. Yes, I'm sorry. We'll have to get rid of Roger ourselves. Somehow. Luckily, Peter Knight has always been the Professor Emeritus of the cunning plan. Well, surprised these crisps aren't selling. Three bags for 15p, it's a hell of a deal. Are you sure they're cheese and onion? 
all crisps taste of cheese and onion in the end. Yeah, I mean, I've never even heard of Spitfire crisps. There's nothing on Google about them. Oh, well, they're raging the war, mate. There's even a competition on the back to meet Field Marshal Montgomery. Oh, is that my phone? Oh, yeah, it says Charles Trust. Uh, oh, it's fine. Yeah, he's probably just calling to see if I'm ready for my old job back. I'll, uh, I'll call him back later. Ah, good lad, that's the spirit. Shh, I, I think I can hear him coming. Action stations, everyone. What's my job again, Maureen? Just act surprised. Oh, my God. Not yet. <laughs> You're not sweating enough, Peter. It won't look believable. Curse my Olympian fitness. Come on, Peter. You're heading up the Champs-Élysées on the final stretch with a gang of tanned Europeans riding you behind. Give it all you've got. He's here. He's coming. Oh. Naughty, naughty, starting the team pedal without me. Come on, let's do a 10k brainstorm. <laughs> Although, Peter, you're going a little faster. Don't worry about me, I'm just having a little morning pedal. Get the old ticker thumping, just like you asked. Yes, but I didn't mean... You're looking a bit red, actually, Peter. Are you feeling OK? Yes, I'm tickety-boo. Apart from this colossal cardiac arrest. Oh, oh, stop pedalling, Peter. I can feel my heart pounding away. It beats a beat. Oh, my God. He's dead. Stand aside. I know CPR. Wait, you, you can't, Roger. Why on earth not? You, you might damage his chest. Can't you just let us grieve? I should at least try mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Wait. Is he holding his thumbs up? It's just rigor mortis setting in. <sighs> right. I see what's going on here. Just hope you've filled out all the relevant health and safety forms, Roger. Checking that your employees didn't have any previous medical conditions before making them exercise. Good point, Julian. Making Peter cycle every day with his weak heart. You could get into a lot of trouble for that. Oh, my God. Yes, all right, Alan, that's enough. But if you quietly head back to London, Roger, we promise we won't tell anyone what happened here. Yes, that's quite enough of that. Wakey, wakey, Peter. <laughs> Do you lot really think this is the first time anybody's ever tried to frame me for involuntary manslaughter so I'd leave their museum? Ha! I'm afraid it's going to take a lot more than that to get rid of Roger Barclay. Please, will you just leave us to it? We don't like you. Well, as Charles has been unable to get hold of Tom, it's looking more and more likely that this might become a permanent replacement. And as I've always dreamt of living in the Lake District with a little pet project to keep me occupied, maybe it's time I finally started laying down some roots. Oh, my God. All right. I'll give you that one, Alan. Uh, Rod, you know when I said we didn't like you, I was mostly talking about the others. I actually think that you're a fantastic guy. Much misunderstood. Chaps, can I stop feigning death now? I wouldn't want to tempt the very man. I once did tempt a ferryman, but it was all just a cultural misunderstanding. I cannot believe it's actually come to this. Look, there he is. Oh, God. oh sweet Thomas, thank goodness you're here. Well, well, well. What a surprise. I knew they'd come crawling back eventually. I told you you'd be bloody smug about it. Yeah, grow up, Tom. Let bygones be bygones. And this is serious now, Thomas. This replacement of yours, Roger, I don't want to exaggerate, but he might very well be the devil incarnate, sat on a throne of pure evil. Why? What's he done? He's got us all working. Yeah. Nearly nine till five, every day. Right, well, I'm sorry, but I'm enjoying it here. 
I'm not sure I'll ever come back. Is that boy in the grip of delusions? He's not making any sense. You don't come back. Roger's going to try and make his position permanent. He's mates with Charles. Put it this way, Thomas. I was never overly partial to your carrot, but I simply can't take Roger's stick. Put me down for a double helping. Uh, your carrot, that is. Not Roger's stick. He was even going to kill a rat in cold blood. Look, fine. <laughs> I can't exactly work as an unpaid barman forever, can I, sir? I guess if you'll say you're very sorry, I'll come back. <clears throat> Seems a bit full on, that. Yeah, I'm not sure about this whole apologising thing. But don't be reasonable, old chap. Guys, can't you... Oh. Sorry. Apologies. Apologies. Thank you. Lovely. Was that so hard? Now lead us, Tom. Advise us. What if Roger doesn't leave without a fight? Yeah, he loves it up here. The bigger the challenge, the more he seems to enjoy it. How are we going to take him out? Ah, now this is the stuff, isn't it? I feel as the gunpowder plotters must have felt in the back room of some backstreet chabine, gripping my hot dagger. Revolution on my tongue. And here they all are. We've been discovered. Oh, my God. That is every man for themselves. I was tracking Julian's mobile from the cloud. I was actually trying to talk them out of this whole mutiny, Rog. Uh, as you know, big fan of your work. And what a surprise. I found them all in a run-down spit-and-sawdust pub that's been left in the dark ages. Hey, steady on. That's my pub you're talking about, pal. Now, anyone for a bag of Spitfire Crisp? Well, if you'd done any research on modern drinking trends, you'd know that all of this decor is actively putting customers off. Nobody wants fruit machines and dartboards anymore. They want gastropub, food, log fires, board games. Really? Simplify the interior, bring back a bit of personality, market it to tourists coming to the Lake District looking for a bit of old-world charm, but with all the latest mod cons. Bloody hell, it's no wonder I'm going out of business. Ah, Roger... Listen, I've been having a chat with the other staff members and Wait. I... What do you mean, going out of business? Are you saying this pub is for sale? I mean, for the right price, yeah, but I can't see who's going to want to take it on. It needs a complete overhaul from top to bottom. Really? Now that is very interesting. Well, it's nice to have everything back to normal. Yes, it's uh, good to be back. And I'm sorry about before. I promise I won't be moping again. That break has done me a world of good, and I'm well and truly over Emma now. Who? Uh, the old education officer, Peter. Big brown eyes, an infectious laugh, lit up every room that she... Oh, that's enough of that. Tell them our good news, Alan. Oh, yes. Ratty's been eating Maureen's food again, so he's still alive and well. A real glutton for punishment. No, the good news is that John was so chuffed to sell his pub to Roger, he's given us £200 as a token of his appreciation. Oh, oh splendid, eh? Generous to a fault. No wonder his business went down the drain. And I'm pleased to say I'll be putting this money towards a new shipment of pudding slippers. Nonsense. This money will have to go towards the billiards room. Ah, uh, it's not going to either of those things. We should start saving it for a rainy day. Where's the fun in that? And it's always bloody raining round here. Guys, I'm sorry, but it's not your decision to make. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go print some pamphlets for the school group. It uh, took a lot of grovelling to get them back here. Hmm. Whoever wanted Tom back? Not me. I can always fake my own death again. I should definitely like to try that mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation option this time. Make a note of that, Julian. Yes, Peter. Plum House was written by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. It starred Tom Bell, Simon Callow, Jane Horrocks, Miles Jupp, Alex Lowe and Piers Quigley, with Pip Torrens as Roger was directed by Paul Schlesinger and the producer was Claire Broughton. Plum House is a BBC Studios production.
and the wonderful Plumhouse Collective. Are you sure you've got the right night, Peter? It's definitely tonight's episode, Tom. I must admit, I'd never heard of this television programme until they asked me to appear on it. Born in Croydon in 1971, Darren Brown...